Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece, give it our scientific rating, and um, just chit chat and be friends. Because <laughs> we've both been really busy. <laughs> uh, so before we get started, Julie, uh, what recommendations do you have? Um, I watched the first episode of Severance the other okay. day. And I really thought it was interesting. I have put off watching it because of the name. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it debuted during a, a time in, in my career where the just the, the word made me sad. Um, no idea what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's actually, it's not about that. So um, it's like... Uh, so there's some sort of like sci-fi thriller element here. I just don't know what it is yet. Mm. Okay, I recommend uh, not a sponsor, but Class Pass. Have you ever done it, Julie? Oh, okay, N- no, but I've always been. I've been curious. Okay, so uh, myself and three other friends have done Class Pass, and Class Pass is like where you uh, any fitness organization can opt in where you can just drop in and take a class and so you pay a monthly fee to take um not as many classes you want you have like so many credits but you pay a monthly fee to do that and it is so nice because my friends and I like sometimes we go cycling a lot we found a cycling place that we really like mm-hmm. then we're like oh let's try boxing and this morning I went to a jazzercise place that's right down the road and it was me and a bunch of people over 50 and it was fabulous just jazzercising in the morning when you um, told me last night you were going to jazzercise, I just like, was jazzercise a thing in my life? I've ever been like, oh, I want to jazzercise. But in that moment, I was like, all I want to do is jazzercise. And oh. I want to do it with Laura. And I'm so jealous. Um, It was great. And it was like a good workout. Like, because mm-hmm. um, it was like core mixed with like cardio. Uh, and it's like kind of like a dancey feel thing. Too, yeah. Right? So you're like chasseing and ball changing and like skip hopping. So you don't realize how much you're sweating until about 40 minutes in. You're like, oh, no. Um, so <laughs> I thought it would be a good like Saturday morning. And it was like every time because it was a whole bunch of moms, you know, like people, you know, in their mid 30s that like they have a daycare center at the Jazzercise place. So it was a bunch of moms that like drop their kids off and um like a child watch moms and then like over 50s and me so it was just a really cool vibe and like every time they like push their pelvis forward they all went ooh <laughs> together <laughs> and it was nice to be in a uh workout environment that did not take itself seriously like it took itself seriously where it needed to in regards to safety and all of that but like being like yeah we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make some funny weird noises and laugh together and yeah but when I go to Indianapolis next week I can still use class pass because you just update your location and find the workout hey I'm Tori I'm Justin and I'm Ryan have you always wanted to explore the world of sports but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won who lost and who makes way too much money Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes 
literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's movie is my pick, um, and we are in Detective and Spy September. We renamed it. <laughs> Just enjoy. Um, I wanted to watch a detective movie. <laughs> This is not there. There are no rules. When you asked you like, can we change the name? It was like, yes, we made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was so serious too. It was I like know a you formal were. request. <laughs> um, I know you were, and I was like, Julie, there, are, Julie, no rules. <laughs> um, so it's spy and detective in September, and I chose um a movie I found on Netflix, but not a Netflix original called A Call to Spy. Um, the reason that I chose it was because it had two women <laughs> on the, on the like, poster, like mm-hmm. the little tile. And I was like, oh, that's something you don't see every day um, when it comes to like a 19, uh, a war, a World War II movie, especially one that isn't like about love or nurses. So um, yeah, so the movie, what it's about is it's about uh, when women uh, were used as spies in France during World War II and it especially follows um, kind of the head of the female spies and then two of the two of the female spies that are there. One individual, Nor, is um, like the head of it. This is why I should google it. Julie, you and I are opposite people and um, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Nor is, uh, is one of the people sending messages back and forth so she always has her telegram telegraph machine with our telegram telegram machine um, wireless. and wireless and then um another uh individual she is um she doesn't she has a prosthetic leg and um she is phenomenal and like one of the most wanted spies uh in the world by the end of the war so that's my google non-google laura Somewhere. is google i am google google is laura. i would have more money <laughs> Oh, yeah. Womp womp. Anywho, so Julie, <laughs> what were your thoughts on this movie? Um, so so many thoughts. Um, I was <laughs> I was very excited when um, I found out what this movie was about. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a very undertold story anyway. But um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite books is about the Alice Network, mm-hmm. which was essentially the equivalent of this but world war one okay um so i was very i don't want to say excited i'm sort of like excited about this i was i was looking forward to this story mm-hmm. um and so I'm, I'm always super appreciative when it's like we're not just like rehashing historical things that everyone knows yeah if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i I liked it because it definitely talked about two heroines that we should all know about as well. Um, I think I, so the movie starts off with, it starts off and ends with a lot of like paragraphed titles, mm-hmm. giving you an introduction into the story and an outro to the story. I, there's like a big debate. Do you think that those are lazy or sometimes necessary to just get someone into the story oh oh i see i don't think i don't think that's lazy okay um 
it, it this is a very weird comparison however i think it applies here um we were actually talking about the beginning of thor love and thunder uh-huh last night as well and how Korg is sort of like, let me tell you the story of Thor. And like, it gives you this like rehash montage of what has happened since the last time we saw Thor. And we were like, mm-hmm. did it like, was it like they had to cut a bunch of stuff and this was how they made up for it? Like, yeah, I, that I was like, I think I would have just preferred to like have a title credit that's like, it's been a while since you see Thor. He's fit again and he's with the Guardians. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, so I don't yeah, I don't have a problem with like the the title card information. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily either. I just know it's like a hot button topic where people are like, "Oh, well you should be introducing people into the world and you should." And I feel like they did a good job. I just feel like if they had to introduce everything that was happening in World War II up to this point, <laughs> we'd mm-hmm. be there for 7 hours, which is like another thing I liked was this movie was almost as long as like almost as short i guess whatever bed knobs and broomsticks in this movie are comparable lengths yeah and i think okay. that's funny <laughs> um yeah and also the there were so many moments in this movie that i really thought were written so incredibly well to introduce you to a character without it feeling so unnatural or so like storytelling compared to the other um i'm gonna go back to like operation mincemeat and all of that Mm, like mm -hmm. this was a very well thought out script i felt yes and (gasps) dun 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 well it it felt a little it felt a little unbalanced to me like okay like when they introduced Noor, I was like, oh my gosh, I love, I, I don't want to say character because this was an actual historical figure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I love this person. I want to, you know, hear more. I'm, I'm excited to learn more about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it just felt very centered on Virginia. Yeah. Like, sort of like, her character is the action hero of the movie. But it's not an action movie. Yeah. Um, But I also, like, because you know I love the Googs, I Googled it. I Googled this. (laughs) And the woman that played Virginia wrote the movie. Oh. So I was like, "Mm, that makes That makes some sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I, so, like, my thought on that was, I do, I love Nora's character. I love the fact that they had the whole conversation about, like, well, she's basically a Disney princess, and, like, who would ever suspect her of being a, she can't be a spy, and the fact that they're, like, that's why she has to be one, like, because mm-hmm. she is a pacifist, and she, like, I love that conversation around her. I, what my thought was that they were trying to only show the parts that they knew happened, and because what she did was more in secret you know what i mean like she has she and hers wasn't as action-packed they they didn't add storyline to her is my feeling behind it but now that you say that the girl playing virginia wrote it that also makes sense yeah well there's also an element that like from a historical timeline perspective Mm -hmm. those those two characters or characters those two historical figures 
um, didn't necessarily interact. Like they were in Paris mm. at different times. Mm-hmm. So they, they've already taken some liberties. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, all that's to say is it's not a documentary and this is something yeah. I personally need to get over. If it's a film based on someone's life, mm-hmm. then that does give it an element of like, I, uh, I can make some adjustments. Um, I just, I, I had some salty thoughts because I just, I loved, there's so much about the movie that I was like, oh, I love that. That's really interesting. I want to mm-hmm. learn more. And then as I learned more, I was like, wait a minute. Also, I found out that the director of this movie also directed Radium Girls, which is like the most offensively bad um, movie version of a book that I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, it is not good. Well, and like I, um, we will never do that movie, listeners, because we covered it on our last podcast uh, called yes. Historical Shades. Um, we, we covered the Radium Girls. Yeah. And then I was like, I tried to watch the movie. Don't ever do that to your life. <laughs> um, there were, so I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, and I enjoyed the like i enjoyed a lot of the um you know the elements people say like the actors about it but the production design was so good the the costumer i just the i do have one the wigs are worse than twilight except for the one that's supposed to be a wig which i think is her actual hair um the wigs are so bad uh but the rest of it is so good like I kept I couldn't figure out and I thought that they did a like what I couldn't figure out what outfit was my favorite and I thought they did a really good um presentation of who Nor and Virginia were through their clothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I I loved like Nor like how it was like very often like braided pigtails and mm-hmm. like that that scene where they um the the police come to that like farmhouse and they're like we we know that they're like a radio signal happened mm-hmm. here tonight um and you see her come out and she looks like a dang child she yeah. ju- like she just looks so young and they give her like they give her like lots of blues and then like floral patterns like she always mm-hmm. has some type of like leaf or ivy or floral in the patterns of her outfits yeah and then like the um the structured look Mm -hmm. on not virginia i'm like drawing a blank on on the the lead lady stana's character yes from uh castle i was very excited when i was like i love her (laughs) well i thought she was like i liked that she was structured yet feminine Mm mm-hmm like it showed that it showed what she had to play within her role within the special forces. Vera. I don't know why I forgot that. <laughs> like she had to, I, I mean, I didn't help you. I was like, I don't know that lady. Figure it out, um, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, cause like, yeah, it is structure, but it still, it, it still has to be ladylike. It still mm-hmm. has to, like, you mm-hmm. can't be, um, but because Virginia's out on the field, like she has more, more of a masculine like structure quality to her clothes and she also has a lot of like um like almost like a student quality like she's learning Uh, on the go um and i thought that was that was brilliant yeah 
Yeah. I'm looking at my notes. Oh, also, the asshole dumped her because her leg fell off? Yeah. I've had some bad boyfriends. <laughs> but, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> also, the fact that she named her prosthetic mm-hmm. was just delightful. And the, and the fact that, and I, I didn't quite understand this text at the end. It said, like, the prosthetic was like on a medal of honor or something and i was and i'm like like they made a medal of honor that they give to other people with the prosthetic or the one that they made for her had the prosthetic i wasn't the point is the fact that the prosthetic is like on a medal of honor just tickled me yeah well and it's and i think it's when it my brain is not working but it's interesting because you wonder if she didn't name it, would that have happened? Mm, mm-hmm. Like she gave it human qualities. So then the people around her were like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. You know? And if she was like, this is my prosthetic leg, would that have happened? Like the amount if the amount of um, humanity we can give to something that is not living by giving it a name. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is great. It's the first episode of Community. And Joel McHale, his character, is like talking about humanity. And he's like, I can show you this pencil, name it Steve. And then he breaks it and he goes, and a part of your soul just died. Because <laughs> <laughs> humans can sympathize with anything. And that's his speech. And it's great. Oh my so, God. yeah, I, I do like that they didn't add a romance because I, you could yes. see that they easily could have for Virginia given her something yeah yeah I did really like that doctor character yeah I, I it feels weird calling them characters they're not characters they're historical figures in the context of the movie though they are a character yes I yeah yeah I mean I think it's like there's the character of Hamilton and then there's because they're not they're never gonna be like the character of Virginia is not Virginia. And I for my one woman show <laughs> and back to me. Um, but like my character of Laura is not who I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as you know, people might be like, Oh, she's just talking, and it's like, no, there's a lot that goes into you know. So I think staying character is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um Cause yeah, cause it's not the person. So, um, I thought there were a lot of really cool quotes about, like, being a woman and women being powerful and all of that. But after about like the fifth one, I was like, I get it. I think um, there were also some really lovely moments about, like, how the women had to respond like emotionally mm-hmm. to trauma or things that were going on like when the doctor was it the doctor no the um the other guy the printer mm-hmm. when the printer was executed like in the town square and she's like walking by oh yeah how you you see you we see her experience that reaction Mm -hmm. but we also see that she 
fantastic. Um, what I was gonna say, what I really also liked about like the production design is there's so many of these historical movies where you can tell that they did a lot of like facial touch-ups after filming, mm. and there are so many. I don't think they did a lot. Of, like they all have makeup on, but it all looks like makeup that they put on at the beginning of the day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it like wore because like that's makeup wears off and like usually about three o'clock it doesn't look as cute as it did at eight in the morning yep yep and (laughs) no movie shows that (laughs) and it's so aggravating because they're especially in these like war movies where like 1940s are like extremely the the makeup style is very well known and exaggerated and like pigmented that you always feel like it looks like what's her name from Pearl Harbor you know what I mean like just like all the time and it's like no if you and the fact that they had to like put on this makeup but still do basic training yes and you could see kind of like powder creasing into their wrinkles and um and not in a bad way in a lovely way like I'm really trying to love the parts of my body that are aging it's hard some Mm -hmm. days I do not succeed but um yeah I just thought that that was really nice because they could easily have been like touch up touch up touch up and do it digitally afterwards and even imitation game when we watched it with um like Kira Knightley and Benedict Cumberbatch it's like that's not what they look like yeah yeah you know I mean and and to the credit of this movie like it the production team i think was all female if not mostly female mm-hmm. yeah and that's phenomenal and especially for a war movie mm-hmm. pretty un- unheard of yeah and it it centers a muslim woman as one of the main characters mm-hmm. also pretty unheard of and you know in our united states culture um so i yeah i just i enjoyed this movie i enjoyed every single look was gorgeous (laughs) um i am a child because i did not realize that one of that barbie would ever be anyone's last name so to have a nazi with the last name barbie made me chuckle a little bit (laughs) It's like that's not <laughs> so what you should do. Um perfect. Yeah. So Julie, anything else? Uh no. Okay. One out of ten prosthetic legs named Cuthbert. It's Cuthbert, right? Uh mm-hmm. what would you give this movie? Um I feel like we're gonna vastly disagree. Uh I would give it a six. Okay. Um, I, I didn't hate it by any means. Um, but I also didn't love it. Um, and I get in my head, I'm like, am I holding this to a higher standard? And, you know, you get Mm -hmm. in your head. Um, but I just wanted, I just wasn't in love with it. I'm sorry. I wasn't in love with it. Julie, there are no rules. You are not disappointing me. I know, but I feel like I have to, like... Like, I feel like if I'm going to be like, 
I'm giving you a lower score. I have to be better about like explaining. Explain yourself, Julie. Um, <laughs> These are all voices in your head. I don't. I, know, I say well, this, but yeah, yeah, they have, are. We have another. We have another movie coming up that I feel like we're going to vastly disagree, and I'll probably be saying those all the same things. So I, I know what movie this is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen to our next episode. Um, I, yeah, you don't have to explain. I think it could be a very long movie and it could be, you know, like I understand. I'm, I'm going to give it a nine. I loved it. I loved, I loved it. It just hit me in the aesthetic. It hit me in the feels. There was no romance. Perfect. Um, although I am starting to like romance, I don't understand who I am right now because I'm like reading romance. And anyway, um, the reason I give it a nine and not a 10 is for those dreadful wigs. They are bad. They I, are bad. Uh, Mike and Tony watched with me. And at the point where they dunked her head in the water, Mike was like, oh no, her wig is wet. Because <laughs> it was just so obvious in that oh, moment yeah. that it was a wig. Like they just, no lace front wigs. No. Well, and they, um, I just love how they like put a wig on her for her to be blonde. And then like the next shot, you're like, that's not a wig. Yeah. She's like, just blonde. She's just a blonde. But even at that, like if you establish it's a wig, then put an actual wig on her head. Yeah. Even if that it's the same color as her hair, you have the wig. I saw it. You used it last scene. <laughs> anyway. So Julie, what do you have to look forward to? Um, what do I have to look forward to? Ah, well, at the end of September, we are going to a wedding in Western mm -hmm. Massachusetts, Ooh. Um, which I'm very excited about because Western Massachusetts in that time of year, it's oh, like yeah. the leaves oh. are changing. It's crisp, but not too love a good, crisp. Love a good crisp weather. Um, and it'll be nice to see friends in like a celebratory situation mm -hmm. um hopefully the the monkey pox and the covid will have calmed down i can't believe we're now dealing with like another thing yeah and my my county just went back to high for covid so you have to wear masks everywhere again <laughs> anyway but but yay wedding yes yay, yay wedding <laughs> what are you looking forward to um, my friend, uh, Cody is taking me to Canada tomorrow. Um, oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah. I remember I live in Pennsylvania, so it's like across the lake, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, but we're going to Toronto to see and Juliet, which is going to be like mm. one of the biggest musicals coming up, I think. Um, but it's about, I think Juliet... they just got Broadway, right? Like yes. They're going to go to, yeah. Yeah. So we're, um, for my birthday, he's taking me up there and then we're going to make a detour through Niagara Falls. Because I haven't been since I was little. And then coming home. So cool. Yeah. Uh, Remember fun. last week when I could not think of anything. So like there's there's a <laughs> there's an in-between. Um, well, it goes back and forth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mind vacillate between like, I'm leaving town to I cleaned my hair. Oh, don't forget your tomatoes though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I still can't get them back in action. I don't oh. know. <sighs> tomato murderer 
Well, buy our merchandise, tomato <laughs> murderer. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, listeners. We hope you have a great day and you have lots to look forward to, even if it's something little like murdering tomatoes or something big like going out of town. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other productions, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.